Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. Yesterday, we reflected on how we can successfully navigate crossings in our life, the the crossing from from the familiar to the unfamiliar, the the many transitions that we need to uh, undertake uh, in our lives. And uh, we spoke about the importance of fixing our eyes on Jesus, uh, who not only crosses with us, uh, but who in many ways goes before us, as we see so often in Scripture. Jesus is the anchor of our souls, as we, we saw uh, in that um, beautiful uh, story yesterday of Jesus meeting the disciples in the midst of the storm. Today, we continue uh, uh, the same theme, really. Uh, we pick it up in the first reading, the prophet Jeremiah. You see, the people of God at that time were experiencing their own storm. Uh, they were exiled from their land. They were removed from their land, which... Uh, for them uh, was excruciating because it meant that they, they lost everything that had identified them, uh, their, their land, their culture, all their practices, and, and perhaps most especially their temple, uh, the place in which they encountered their God. They, they'd been, uh, they lost all of that. They were held captive in a foreign pagan land. Perhaps now more than ever we can appreciate what they, what they might, would have been experiencing. We're, we're experiencing our, our own exile. huh? But once again, uh, despite the fact that they were far from innocent, God meets them in their storm. And this time he does it through the prophet Jeremiah. And he says to his people... I have loved you with an everlasting love. So that means I'm constant in my affection for you, regardless of what you may be experiencing. I build you once more. You shall be rebuilt, virgin of Israel. What what I want you to notice here is that God meets them in the midst of their misery, not with an instant fix, but with a promise. A promise of healing, a promise of restoration, a promise ultimately of salvation. So often, God seems to announce what he does before he does it. God announces what he does before he does it. And the reason that he does that is because salvation is a partnership. God does the heavy lifting, but we need to do our part. And our part really is around accepting the gift. See, God honours our freedom. He honours our dignity by allowing us to choose. And the way that we choose our healing, our salvation, uh, this gift of God is 
through making a decision of faith and trust. Faith and trust activates the promises of God and we're reminded of that so strongly today in the gospel. We have this, uh, this woman who's a pagan woman. She comes to Jesus looking for healing for her daughter. And despite the fact that Jesus says, look, I haven't come for you. Uh, you know, my mission is to these people. Uh, despite that fact, she perseveres. And, and through her faith, she, uh, she benefits from the promise which actually in the first instance was not meant for her. It was a promise for someone else. But because of her faith, because of her perseverance, she's the one that benefits, ironically. She benefits before the ones who, who the promise was actually designed for. So... When we are negotiating the transitions of our lives, the crossings from the, the familiar to the unfamiliar, when we're faced with the challenges of the storms uh, that these, these transitions often, often bring up within us, uh, the invitation to us as people of faith is not just to look for Jesus in the storm. Uh, that's certainly important. That's perhaps step one. But we also need to make a response to Jesus, a response of faith, a decision, a choice of faith, recognising that God's words are never empty. God is always faithful. I've loved you with an everlasting love. I'm constant in my affection for you, God says through Jeremiah. That's exactly what the people in exile did. They had nothing else but God's word to rely on, God's promise through the prophet. They had nothing. All they could do was to continue to make a decision in faith, a choice in faith. Yes, Lord, I stand under your word. I stand under your promise, despite the fact that everything around me is uh, a disaster. I'm reminded of that story uh, from Armenia in 1989. There was a, a big earthquake and thousands of people were, were killed in a matter of minutes. And there was a father who used to take his son to school every day and then pick him up in the afternoon. And one of the things he would, he would always say to his son is, I will never forget you. You know, I'll, I'll always come back for you. And anyway, the, the day of the earthquake, uh, after the earthquake, the, the father ran to the school and the, and the school was just you know, totally uh, destroyed. And, the, and the, the authorities, the fire and police, etc., said, you know, don't bother. It's, um, it's, it's hopeless. Uh, but the father started to pull the rubble, you know, just with his hands, one, one rock, one stone at a time. And uh, eventually some other people started to help him. And after 24 hours, they'd found nothing. And so everyone gave up except the father. He kept, he kept digging and digging, his hands all cut up. And uh, after 36 hours, he pulls off uh, one of the, the stones and he hears his son's voice and, he, and he's, his son cries, Papa! And uh, he cries, Son! And, uh, and then the father hears the son uh, saying to his, the other students who were still alive with him under the rubble, See, I told you. 
I told you my father would come back. He promised he would always come back for me. That's the nature of our God, a God who uh, is constant in his affection, who loves us with an everlasting love, a God who is faithful to his promises. But like the sun, for us to benefit from God's gift, we need to put our faith in the Father. We need to trust that he is true to his promises. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.